0: students the jabroni university network is now in session please make your way to class
1: and on that note we cue the music
0: biff biff biff, biff.
2: Gobble the gobble, motherfuckers. Uh, mm-hmm. Welcome back to Biff Radio. I'm your host, Biff, aka Ben, coming to you live from the Center Clip Recording Studio and Gaming Hub, aka My Attic. And we are in November. We are the second to last month in 2021, the year of our Thor 2021. And as I stated last week, this is the month of being thankful, of being grateful. And also the month where we get to highlight and spotlight all the amazing people here on the Jabroni U Podcasting Network. And so we're going to do our plus, plugs keys and then we're going to get to our guests. So if you want to follow this podcast on any social media, you can go to Biff Radio on Twitter, Biff Radio 1 on Instagram, Biff Radio on TikTok. We're on Facebook. If you want to follow me on any uh, social media, you can go to BandBenSC. That's BandBenSC on Twitter. Follow me on TikTok at CenterClub. And if you want to find out anything about this podcast and the amazing podcast of the host I'm about to introduce, go to jabroniyou.com. That's jabroniyou.com, where you can find out about Biff Radio, New Jabroni Pro Wrestling, The Draft Pod, Why Do We Ever Meet, Flow and Tell, Locals Barbershop, and you can always go to the thrift. The uh, Threadless store, the holiday season is upon us. It doesn't matter what holiday you celebrate or you celebrate no holidays. It's always the right time to buy a shirt with my face on it. Because that's just timeless. All right. So the first guest, the the person, the leadoff hitter, if you will, for this uh, thankfulness that is Jabroni U, he is one half of the New Jabroni Pro Wrestling Podcast. I believe he has recovered ever so slightly from taking on the g one climax, he is soon to be a papa 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 uh he <laughs> is mr daniel solars no
1: hello hi how are you sir uh i'm i'm very i'm very good um yeah, it's, I, 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 yeah, slight, slightly recovered. You, it, it's a lot easier to sit in on, on a podcast because I just get to do the fun part, which is talk, and then I don't have to do the accompaniment hour worth of extra work afterwards to put it all together and make it happen. That so, is, yes. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that. We're just talking about things we're randomly thankful for.
2: So, talking a little bit about the G1 or the G1, um I was critical of the G1, the final obviously i'm wishing a speedy recovery to kandabushi hope he's a kodabushi Koda I Koda Koda hope he's okay but i feel like they could have gone a lot of different ways and avenues but having two guys that have won the G1 before in the past like to me is kind of very very safe booking what are your thoughts
1: well i'll i'll tell you like i tell everyone else uh if you take issue with anything, just email me at jabroniwrestling at gmail.com. That'll be the I I will answer, I will answer any questions. It's fine. Um but uh, since you got me here live, I'll I'll answer your question. It yeah, it's it's safe booking uh for for sure. Um I needed Andy on on the show with me to convince me that. Kota and Okada wasn't going to be a bad final match, and and it wasn't. Um, Bonesaw pointed out the fact that if Kota had had won this year, he would be the only G1 climax winner we we know. Because <laughs> we started doing we started doing this three years ago, and uh, Kota won both of those years. He was in the finals the year before that, and he was in the finals again yeah it's it's safe booking but they probably felt like they needed to do something safe i thought that there are a lot of better better options for who might have won to have a more interesting turnout but now with this whole okada carrying the belt the fourth belt around as as the briefcase instead of the briefcase who, who who fucking knows? I'm I'm just I'm just here for the ride.
2: I mean, you're it's such a like New Japan. I mean, I get it. Like we are in the midst of still in the midst of a global pandemic. No one could have planned for this, and I'm sure the long term booking they had went to absolute shit. But it's just like I want to say. Since I started watching, things have have gotten weird. So maybe it's my fault. I feel like things were rocking and rolling, and then I then I watched that one, uh, best of the Super Juniors final with uh, Will Ospreay and Shingo, and from right from there, it's been weird. And then you got Evil as as uh, the the champ, and that was that was wrong. That was just <laughs> wrong. D- dislike. Um, but I mean, if you're gonna trust someone to kind of shepherd you back into normalcy.
1: Yeah, um, Okada. Okada. Yeah. It's that's the way to go.
2: Yeah, like I think like he's a pretty safe, and I do like the fact they're bringing back the the original belt because that monstrosity that Will Ospreay is carrying around is um what's the the worst the worst.
1: Uh, look, I'll I'll say this: the only monstrosity here is that Will Ospreay is carrying anything around at all and claiming to be a champion. Shingo Takagi is the world heavyweight champion. I don't care what the belt looks like, uh, but that's, that. that is my opinion of the whole situation. Shingo's the fucking champion. Deal with it. If you don't like it, email me at jabroniwrestling g- at gmail.com.
2: You're, you're not wrong. And like, I honestly like, oh yeah, Shingo's the champion. I feel so bad. He's going to kill me. He's going to come and find me. Even though he's,
1: He's so, he's so fucking good. And he has, you know, he's been doing a lot of the heavy lifting for new Japan as a promotion, as the champion. And I felt that as, as soon as he got the opportunity to have that belt strapped to him, he was just like, I'm, I'm going to show everyone that this wasn't a fucking fluke. And anytime Shingo is in the ring, it's, it's fucking incredible. He was the only person to have a uh, five star match in this year's G One Climax.
2: Who did he have that against? Tomahiro Ishii. Yeah, that makes sense. That that that, that checks out. Yeah. the, the yeah. match. So, so
1: right. I mean, so technically, he and Ishii are the only ones to have a five star. It, it takes two people to have a match, but
2: uh, um, I'm sorry, did we not see the the blow up doll?
1: Oh, yeah. Y- Yoshihiko or <laughs> whatever
2: yeah. the doll's name is. Yeah. Uh, I mean,
1: I think I don't think sh- I don't think that doll has any five star matches, but I don't know. Time's going to tell on that.
2: I mean, but it wasn't in the Tokyo Dome. So if it was in the Tokyo Dome, then maybe that's the thing. If she oh. if, if she would have been in the Tokyo Dome, that's the only way to get those five stars is to be in the. Dome oh, no. Tokyo. Some,
1: sometimes sometimes Uncle Dave's feeling very generous. Give you those five stars when you're not even
2: in the Tokyo Dome. This is true. He is a, uh, Hmm. Dave, 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 Dave. So, (laughs) yeah, um, you know, I I love Thanksgiving. I I think I every year I start up a war on my Facebook page because I post a couple things on November first, saying basically, hey, Christmas, I love you. Back the fuck up, just hold on, because again, I love Christmas, I love it, but things like Christmas music. I think it's, it's probably because I, I worked retail. I fucking, there's only so many songs. There's lots of covers. There's still the same songs. You can only yeah. hear, you know, like you know, I don't. know, I kissed Santa Claus. Our mommy kissed Santa Claus so many times.
1: Yeah, well, you know, here here is the uh, the problem, and may, maybe maybe uh, society is moving in a better direction as a whole. By virtue of this, but I feel like they play a lot less holy Christmas music uh, or what, what I would term as Jesusy Christmas music. And that's a mistake because and I'll die on this hill. All of the sacred Christmas music blows secular Christmas music out of the water because a lot of this is written with, you know, from this uh, standpoint of like, holy God, Jesus is the fucking king of kings and he is you know he is born or risen or whatever so like how do you how do you block that kind of love that someone feels in their heart for their god versus uh uh, fucking you you know that rapey baby come you know it's cold cold outside song or whatever (laughs) like it's
2: it's,
3: how how do
1: the
2: two fucking measure up? I, I and I, I agree. Like my favorite Christmas songs are like Nat King Cole, like, Oh, come all you faithful. Like, but that, that, uh, that also, this has memories of, you know, growing up in my family, but yeah, I think you're on this line. And again, like I love, like today I, I had to go to, there's a place near us. It's a kind of a big shopping area called Crocker Park. And I had to go pick up a suit for my brother-in-law's wedding that's happening in a month and like in the parking structure where all the big uh, Christmas decorations and like, I love that kind of stuff. But again, like it, there's only so much and it, it gets, like it's everywhere. It's nonstop. And so like I want to, you know, savor it, but also like I love fall. Christmas is winter. I don't want winter yeah. to come. Like it started snowing today, like a little bit, like there were little, little pebbles of, of snow on my windshield this morning. When I, I parked my car at work, I was like, no, The leaves haven't turned yet. I still see green on the trees. Like, give me my Bridges of Madison County, you know, color tour. Give me my cider and donuts. And then, like, the day after Thanksgiving, go nuts. Murder someone for a PlayStation 5 and, you know, start off the, the, you know, the, the Yuletide season right. But until then, until there's turkey in my belly and I have eaten too much food and I have undone my pants... And to watch the Lions lose, that it's not you know. After that, go for it. Until then, like let's contain.
1: Uh, maybe maybe that's why they uh, don't play so much of the uh, Jesusy, crispy music. It's hard to a, uh, it's hard to trample somebody to death for a PlayStation Five and a new eighty screen TV for three eighty inch screen TV for three hundred bucks when you know he was born he was born to forgive the sins of the world <laughs> maybe makes you like double think your actions for a second there
2: you would think like you know wayland you know like, like wanted murder to oh holy night seems a little bit you know less likely but this is america and we'll where there's a will there's a way
0: oh uh,
1: for sure so but okay oh, i I sorry I, I have to say one more thing I was, I was in, uh, I was in your, you know, your neck of the woods in in Ohio. I was outside of Cincinnati, uh, last year at around this time. And like, yeah, it's, it's the most, it was the most beautiful fucking place on earth at the time for me. And like, it was, it was so, it was so fucking
2: nice. I mean, I like, I love a, a you know, a white Christmas. We've had some years like recently that we, we didn't have a white Christmas and, and it's great. Like, I got I love it. Of course, like if, if it was up to me, snow would happen from December 1st to December 25th, the 26th, sure. it would fuck off and it would just be cold. Like I can deal with cold. I can deal with kind of you know, overcast and rainy, but like, the snow can go away, and I've obviously picked the wrong place because I live next to a big fucking lake, and Lake of X Snow is the worst. But again, it's very nice, and I so I enjoy it. But I then in this month, I like to be like, like being thankful to me is a is a very important thing because like end of the day, I think we all have you know everyone's got their issues, everyone has their problems, and good lord knows that the last year and a half they've been brought to light. But mm. we. Things literally could always be worse, and there are many, many things, if, you, if we stop and think about it, you know, we can be thankful for. And this being Biff Radio, I want to, you know, every person that comes on, I want to talk about music you're thankful for. Music that you you just think about, like, what am I truly thankful for when it comes to music? And it could be, you know, anything. And that's why like, it's a very broad thing. Um, and sometimes that's daunting. Like, when there's not a very concise, you know, narrow scope. It can be kind of hard, um, but we're, we're going to do this. I'm going to do this with everyone who comes on um, just to give everyone kind of the breakdown of the skidge uh, this week. Obviously we have a representative from New Japan New Pro wrestling Bonesaw is with us in, in spirit. He's off sawing bones. Um <laughs> next week, we'll have the uh, gents from the draft pod. The following week, we will have as many Allens as I can wrangle, which is, uh, a, a, you know, a high task, a, a rough task because they're just everywhere um, from the white. Why Ashley
1: still doesn't know what fucking podcast network. No, nope.
2: nope. I'm going to ask her. I'm literally going to ask her like what I, Like the day she does. I'm pretty sure that's when that's the, the last horn. that's trignal uh, that uh, uh, triggers the apocalypse. So I say, let's hope she doesn't because that's, you know, that's the last gate. Um, so we'll have them. And then the the following week, we're going to have some special guests, uh, from other podcasts that are not part of journey, you, but we love. And so let's get this started. So what is the first song that you are thankful for?
1: Okay. So I'm, I'm thankful for, for this, uh, for this song for the, for the, for this band as a whole, I, I, I play music myself and I always, I always thought like, I mean like back, back in the earlier days when I was like scheming to, you know, write, write albums of my own and stuff. I always thought to myself that I thought it would be a really cool idea to like, to write music that had like, like nin, like Nintendo like NES sound like samples sounds like beeps and bloops like that nice, in nice. there and then I in independently went on to realize that that was a whole genre of music that you know was a uh, probably in its infancy and the first band that I that I found that that did that, sort of the, the the whole Chip tune thing and you you know this band because they do the uh do the music for your favorite video game it's uh anamanaguchi and so this song is called my skateboard will go on and it's this song is just so fun this is a song you can listen to a thousand times on repeat and it'll never get old like it's so like a war, warning ben you might actually end up playing the whole song if you don't you know it's it'll be because you have incredible self-control to move the show along
2: well and i think you know for the almost 75 you know editions of this we've done we can know that that's not going to happen so let's play some songs let's play this it's a my skateboard will go on by but who i love here we go Psych, we're listening to the whole thing. That's that's good.
1: I like that uh, little Metallica fa- fade out fade in. <laughs> you did the middle there.
2: Sometimes you just got to you got to mess with people. And uh, no, I really really like that. And that's oh, I knew I knew you would. Well, it's like in Anamanaguchi and there are other bands that, that do that kind of music as well. It's just as someone who you know played Nintendo as a child, it's just I, I that's not part of a game, but it is. Like I I could see the game in my head. I could see myself. You know. Sitting, you know, crisscross applesauce on the floor, but two inches from a TV that's crap playing and and my brain melting, and that I just I love that and that's they're so good and I you know I don't know I I feel like it's a genre that gets dismissed like that's like it's they're so good they're so good and I I they've they've toured before and they've come through Cleveland I would love to see them so that was that's i I am i am thankful for that pick as well because that's just good shit it's good yeah, shit
1: it, it, it makes me it makes me happy that 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 people you know like had the idea to do that shit and just like fucking really ran with it and now there's like there's like so many like good bands boy meets robot and hey i love you and it's it's great great genres oh um- that- yeah I'm th- I'm, th- I'm thankful, thankful for those guys. <laughs> Me
2: too. I, I, I'm thankful there is a, uh, a genre like that and there are people that are uh, hyped about it like myself. So when it comes to what my first song that I'm thankful for, I am 38 years old and I am uh, I have been trying over the years to keep my, my, my fingers in on the pulse in the pulse near the pulse of, of popular music. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's, you know, music that I've, I've liked already becomes popular and that's just sweet. That's just nice. But when it comes to newer artists, sometimes I feel like I'll be watching something and I'm like, who? Like I try to watch the Grammys. I'm like, who, who is that? Like, and I don't, I hate that. Cause I don't want to be that guy who's like, back in my day, we had the good music and we had the, the no doubts and the the creeds. Um, so oh God, no creed was never
1: good. <laughs> but you're—I didn't know you were a
2: creedler. Oh man, see, so, like back when I was a, a wee lad, I uh, I did like me some of the Christians' rocks. Um, but then I decided that uh, it was all fairy tales. But I, I, I still hung on to a couple. Uh, Five and Frenzy being the notable. So. But this year, especially with a lot of downtime over the last year and a half, I had lots of time to kind of get back into it. And there was, um, you know, and TikTok has also helped. Honestly, TikTok has super helped. And uh, just a little plug ski for uh, this is coming out on Friday, this evening, Friday evening. So over the weekend, my wife is going away on a bachelorette party um, over like uh, all weekend. My sister-in-law like married my brother-in-law, and uh, she's going away. So it's just gonna be me and be a bachelor for a weekend, which is nuts. I'm gonna get a pizza that has all Thanksgiving food on it, like it's got uh, mashed potatoes, stuffing, turkey. Is
1: that that the one that uh, uh, BJ was talking about? Yes,
2: that's that's exactly what it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna Facetime Mm. her and eat it (laughs) slowly. Um, that makes, uh, that makes me happy. <laughs> so, but I'm going to be on TikTok live cause Biff radio and now has enough, uh, people that we can go live and we're going to play some music. Uh, and I'm going to be playing uh, a new call of duty game is, is coming out. So I'm going to be playing a little bit of, uh, I'm you know, so, uh, call of duty, uh, call of duty Vanguard. I play zombies and I play it alone. I don't go into the, uh, the live, um, Lobbies because that is just a cesspool of hell. Um, I would rather just listen to music. So we'll be doing that, I'm going to say probably seven or eight o'clock on Friday. So if you're on TikTok, Biff Radio will be there. But so TikTok has helped a lot with kind of connecting with new music. I mean, obviously, Nerdy. Came from TikTok. Uh, Isaac Hunter, came, I found him through TikTok. And uh, this person was big on TikTok uh, with another song that was like, yeah, I'm not, not as much of a fan of. But this song came out. And being a fan of A Paramore back in the day, this song fell right into my wheelhouse. And this is going to be like my top five played songs of the year because it's very high in my rotation. Uh, so, Olivia Rodrigo, I love it. Like I wish all of her music sounded like this Because it doesn't, and I wish it did But uh, here's a little uh, good like for you damn
1: sociopath You're damn right, it's so fucking
4: good, here we go <laughs> <laughs> What good for you, I guess you moved on really easily You found a new girl and it only took a couple weeks Remember when you said that you wanted to give me the world You getting everything you want. You got a new car and your career's really taking off. It's like we never even happened, baby. What the fuck is up with that?
2: And come for you it's, like- it's so good. I love it. And- Man,
1: people people hate on that song. Like I don't like, I don't I don't know that that they hate on that, but it was just like it sounds like exactly like Paramore. And it's like it's sort of, it sort of does if you focus on that one little chunk and put yeah. them side by side, but like the whole Groove of the fucking song is just—it's a different fucking vibe. Like,
2: yeah, and, and and I mean there were definitely mashups, and I—I I, I mean I think I played that song at one point, and I played it, started the start of the, uh, the show and ended the show with Paramore. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like there did. are there are par- there are, but you're right—it's—it's it's in a you know three second four second you know part, and the, the song itself is just—it's different and it's awesome. And again, like I I would love to see her go a more rock mount. Uh, way kind of like Miley Cyrus she's kind of gone down the rock path and I think she's really good at it like not to say she always has to be rock um, but I I like her a whole lot compared to some other uh, newer female artists like I have tried to get behind Billie Eilish really tried I just can't do it this is I just can't do this I just I need a little bit more than this (laughs) And, you
1: do don't, you don't like the ASMR. <laughs>
2: like it's just like, hey, I'm Billy Eilish, and you're the bad guy. Like, and I, hey, there are people that love that, and good for you. And people love Billy Eilish, awesome. I'm a 38 year old dude. Doesn't need to be for me. Not all music has to be for me. It's okay. I just not, you know, I'm gonna be like, awesome. I applaud you. Good for you. You know,
1: yeah. If, if more, if more people could be like, it's. They're they're a good musicians. It's, it's it's not to it's not to my taste. Like if more people could just have that opinion, and be like, oh, the Billy Irish like, sucks. It's like, I don't know. Like millions of people can't be like that wrong about it. You know what I mean?
2: Well, and I wish that people could have that with many things. I'm going to go on a little little bit of a tangent. So tomorrow, or when this comes out today, uh, the Eternals has come out in theaters, mm-hmm. and the butt Hurt toxic as fuck mayonnaise flavored Marvel fans have been review bombing it on Rotten Tomatoes and they're mad because it's not all a bunch of white people. There are people of color, there are women and the director is a woman of color who also won a fucking Academy award like like this year, last year, like recently. And they're all mad about it. And you know, Heavens to Betsy that like you see someone like Kumail Nanjiani in, in a role and you like it's, there's still plenty of white people in that fucking John Snow's in it, fucking Angelina Jolie's in it, Rob Stark's in it. Yeah. I, like <laughs> yes. there's plenty of white folks. Like it's not like it's devoid of, you know, God forbid. And it's just, I, and there's plenty of things on TikTok that people talking about like this toxicity has been there the entire time. It's just bubbling up now because this is the biggest the biggest Marvel movie that has basically like the leads are not named Chris. Don't get me wrong. I I love Evans. I love Hemsworth and I love all those guys and they're fantastic, but like, it's okay. It's fucking okay. Like, and the fact that like I, that makes me concerned for Ms. Marvel with Kamala Khan. Uh, That makes me concerned for a female led show like she Hulk And it's just like, there's going to be a a Black Panther. Everyone loved Chadwick Boseman. Clearly he's not going to be in it. And it's just like, can you just say, Hey, maybe this one's not for me. And that's fine. Not every single comic book movie in the fucking world has to be for you.
1: It just blows my mind too, that they don't uh, like, like those people don't see the irony and being like, well, I I don't like this because there isn't anything that I can relate to. And it's like, how do you think all the people who can relate to it feel about literally everything that gets released in fucking Hollywood? By and large, it it's just it just blows my fucking mind. Well,
2: and it's like I I you will always remember when. Uh, there's so many videos, but the, the one that went everywhere of when the, this class of predominantly uh, African-American students were told they're going to go see Black Panther and they're dancing. And there's that one kid who's dancing on his chair and, and they're dancing. And it's not just because they get to go see a movie. It's because they go to see a movie of people that look like them. They get that celebrating their culture and going to see Black Panther in the theater opening night. Like I appreciated it as like that is very cool but i was more like man this is awesome little kids get to see someone who looks like them on, on the screen and like there were i had i saw like that, that it's to this day that you know every halloween you see black panther and you see these kids and like it's so i just it drives me insane so it's like if you don't like something there's a billion other things that you can like you can do that with wrestling you can do that with anything it, don't not everything has to be for you. So please for the love a God. If you're listening to this and you're one of those people block me, like you have no home here. You have no home there. Are, there are things that I don't like, but I've gotten to the age of they're like, Hey, if it's not directly affecting me, if Scott step comes in my home, and starts singing, we'll have a problem. As long as he stays out because the spell works and he can't come into my doorstep, then we're fine. It's once he breaches the doorstep, then we have an issue. And then I have to call the demon hunters. But it's okay. Like he, he's like that snail in that um, you know, proposed, like if you got a million dollars with a snail chasing you, he's my snail. So as long as Scott Statch stays away from me, we're good. We're okay. Diatribe over. Let's go back to being thankful. What is the next song you're thankful for?
1: God, really weird at the end
2: there. <laughs> yep. That, hey, that's a, that's a Biff Radio special.
1: All right. Uh, so uh, Bonesaw couldn't couldn't be here tonight because he had to he, he's he's in the process of moving into a new house and then they were supposed to show they were supposed to do a showing today and it fell through and it just caused a bunch of extra work for him. So it just, you know, he's he's annoyed enough. And so. Uh, my ne- my next song is, you know, I, I, again, I bring to another uh, Jeff Rosenstock submission. And so, uh, saw and I went to a music festival called wrecking ball in 2017. And it was a, uh, it was just a bit of a, I, I, I saw this lineup for this festival and it was, and it was only like two days. So I was like, Oh, this is great. Because like three days is it's, it's too much for me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's too much time, too much money, too much time to take off work, etc. So I'm like, okay, it's just for the weekend. Rad. Uh, so we go. I, I I see the lineup of all these people on there, and I was like, I was like, hey man, I have a legitimate interest in going to this because I I fished it to a handful of people, and you know everyone likes to go. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. But then you know there's no there's no follow through, and I got a lot of you know essentially answers like that. When I went to Bonesaw, I was like, hey, I have a legitimate interest in going to this do you, do you want to go to this with me? And he was like, yeah, like, let's, let's do it. We'll, we'll, we'll make all the arrangements. So we, I was like, all right, cool. Uh, um, th- Thanks for going with me. I'll, uh, uh, I'll buy your ticket to the, uh, to the, to the special event. Cause there's like a, there was like a uh, po- post post festival, like a uh, bonus shows or whatever. Nice. And nice. so and so we went, uh, we went to this after the, after the first day and pie, it was, it was piebald and knapsack. And then the third band that was supposed to play, it was supposed to be the guy from modern baseball playing an acoustic set, but he missed his flight. And Jeff Rosenstock got asked to, to fill that slot in and so he, he had his, he had his whole band. Like they were, they were already playing at that thing. And that was a, I, I went through a, a, through a Spotify playlist trying to like, here's all these bands we'll see when we have downtime permitting, like whatever the schedule is. And I was like, Jeff Rosen Rosenstock, that's cool. And how ha- it ended up working out. I was like, ah oh, well, we're not going to be able to see him. Cause you know, just, just other bands. So it's like a band that I have heard one song from was kind of like, Oh, okay. Like I can see this. So then, Rose's sock ends up being the opening band and that was, uh, it was loudest fucking band I've ever heard. Like, it, like it was, uh, I was wearing, I was wearing earplugs and I was like, Jesus Christ, that was fucking loud. But it was also absolutely incredible. Like they, they're like, okay, we got this slot. We don't know if anyone here knows us or not, but you know, you're going to fucking know who we are after, after we're done. And man, at, at, at that point, I was I was like, OK, I'm definitely I'm 100 percent sold on this guy. And then it, it, and I'm thankful that Bonesaw went to me with this thing. And I'm thankful that Jeff Rosenstock is just a he is my kind of person.
2: I, I love just, I love him. He's awesome.
1: He's the fucking greatest. Uh, and he, you know on top of everything, you know, he's really helping this fourth or fifth wave ska revival, like as an, as an elder statesman. And it, and it's just a uh, fucking, it's fucking rad. But this, uh, this uh, song came on this album, which is a, an album my brother famously listened to every day for like a year. Nice. Uh, it's called, it's called Pash Rashes from the album Worry.
2: Let's go. Mr. Jeff Rosenstock, and a shout out harmony. I'm sure you're going to pop for this one. Oh, yeah. I've been doing this for
0: high-friars I've been melding off in bars Trading the shame to self-respect My trajectory is crystal clear I can see it in the stars Frame the shame above my neck Frame the shame above my neck the sky is always pitch black When I speak away, I only want to come back see your face, sing your face again I want to listen to the crits my dear While we make out in your car If not the haters do object You're all awaiting waiting, self-respect
2: It be sad when you listen to Jeff Rosenstock. Like, I think it's actually medically impossible to do so. Um
1: I know. And, and so it, it belies the often depressing <laughs> content of his lyrics.
2: That's true. It's, it's funny that it, a lot of them are not happy. sunshine. even the songs that are upbeat, they're not happy. Sunshine. If you listen to uh, read those lyrics, but still love them, love them so much. Oh, like, And he's one of those people that I'm, I'm glad I'm glad there's so much of his work out there that I when I discovered him or when he was shown to me, because there's so much of it and it just it's like those artists that like when you you know someone says hey listen to this one and it's like the first album you're like I want fifty more albums, but then you get to, you know and introduce someone and you're like oh yeah they have a, a massive discography, awesome awesome I'm going to come kind of thing like with a show like there are sometimes where like shows all wait for a while so because I know like I'm going to like that. I want to binge it. And uh, my wife is just getting into uh supernatural and there's like, I believe 35,000 seasons of that show. So and it's weird. I don't know how she got into it. And I started watching it yesterday and I almost fell into the trap of what's going on. And I'm like, Nope, not going to do it. It's like seven season seven. It's don't even do that. <laughs> just, just put your headphones in, go watch, go watch something else. Cause that's, you're going to ask too many questions, but love me some Jeff Rosenstock. Um, definitely I think like he's someone that I could do a deep dive in, in a series in the year 2022, my next song. So I am one of the things that I absolutely love in life that is probably pretty apparent. If you listen to the show is I love me some bluegrass and one of the movies that I absolutely love that has kind of so much bluegrass in it is I just rewatched on my way to Mexico is Oh Brother, We're Out Thou. I love that movie. I love that movie. I love the Cohens, but that movie in particular I absolutely love. And I, that soundtrack is one of my favorite soundtracks ever because there's so much good music on there. And, uh, this song is one of like, I could, I could literally pick just almost every song from there. Um, but this song to me, cause I've been so tired lately, like I love vacation, but coming back from vacation, you need a vacation. Cause fuck, like also like we came back from vacation, like sunshiny and like you know, we left when it was like 70 degrees and we came back to Ohio fall. It's draining. So uh, this next song is, um, it is by the Cox family. Uh, It is, I am weary, let me rest. One, two, three. Just reminds me of of home and my my mom and it just it's soothing. It's just soothing.
1: Is uh is your microphone just like massively peeking out on your thing over here? Because like that whole last segment you were talking, all I could hear was.
2: I mean, I don't think so, but you know, it'll be interesting to see in the edit. Oh, okay, we're gonna turn that down a little bit. Um, we'll see what happens. Might have to do a voiceover. Might have to to do a drop in, a button, if you will. Um, should be interesting. <laughs> um, but so what I, I was saying about the song is that it just, I, I, I love I love the, that movie. I love a Brother Where Out Thou. I love the Coen brothers. And that soundtrack is just really special to me. And, and a side note to that is that my my uncle, who I've talked about in the past, he was is a bluegrass musician, and he was like ev- almost everyone he's ever worked with was on that album. That's awesome. And he got a call uh, from one of the members of Alison Krauss's uh, band, and they picked up the phone and said, "Oh, brother, where were thou?" Because he just didn't get the invite, and it's just like it's really funny. Like he's. Worked with Union Station and all those folks, and it just—I I love it. And it's also does that. I, I I watched that movie on the way down to Mexico, and it's just so good. And I, I want to. I wish there was more George Clooney being silly because he's actually really good at being silly.
1: Oh, for sure. That's uh. Why when he was uh on Roseanne, like that yeah. was. Co- comedy, comedy Clooney is good. He just, you know, say in, the, in the same way that a comedy Tom Hanks is good, but oh, they yes. just, they don't ever take roles to showcase that stuff.
2: I love I love comedy Tom Hanks. Little things like okay, oh what was it? I think it was he was at some award show in Eugene Levy. Like it, like was he got bumped for Eugene Levy and like he was just playing off him because Eugene Levy obviously a master of improv and yeah, you're right. I would love to see a straight up comedy film with Tom Hanks, but now it's got that weird robot movie for, for Apple plus or whatever. And just be funny, man. Just be funny. <laughs> be, be funny shit.
1: Yeah. Just, just be Tom Hanks playing Tom Hanks on celebrity jeopardy on SNL.
2: Yes. Or like do like bosom buddies, 2022. I mean, yeah, maybe dude. not, but like, you know, or like do, Joe versus the Volcano 2. <laughs> or Turner and Hooch, but good, instead of the kid from uh, Josh and Drake. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Alright, what is the next song that you are grateful for?
1: Okay, so, as you know, I have a baby on the way, and because, Baby. Of, <laughs> uh, be, because of that, I am uh, rounding up on my last week of working for the Loaded Barrel Tavern. Uh, I've I've worked there for almost eight years now, and you know this uh, this has been my last week. Uh, everyone's been super nice. I'm you know gonna have a. Have a little gathering tomorrow night, just to kind of talk to people and you know say say goodbye and everything, and treasure the memories of all the friends I've made, everyone who's ever come back and say hello to me in the kitchens, people that you know, the people I work with, who I've now been you know just working with forever. And what are
2: you going to steal?
1: What what am I gonna see? Oh, see, here's the good thing. I don't have to steal anything because this uh this final gathering is also a here's my baby registry. Please buy me stuff, and so far it's working.
2: Nice. I would I would have gone for the giant jar of pickles, but uh, I'm a different breed. No, that's awesome, and and like, that's 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 got to be that's got to be hard. But again, you're going into a a thing I I've not done, and that's got to be fun and scary and awesome all at the same time. So oh, that, that's got, you know, you're, let's just say that my, my next song after this song will play in very nicely into that. But, uh, so tell us about this, this wonderful song. That's kind of, you're going into this new adventure.
1: Okay. So, uh, we're, uh, we're going to go, we're going to go in a total different direction from, from <laughs> things that I've already played here, but, so, every every Friday night, I work I work with a guy Noah, and we have sort of developed a end of the night ritual. Uh, Friday nights the busiest night of the week, so we're just we're cranking we're cranking stuff out every time we work together. You know, it's it's a well oiled machine. We like no matter how busy it is, we get shit out fast and furious. Never any fuck ups we we just we just go and so to recenter ourselves at the end of the night we listen to either one or two albums you know depend depending on how we how we're feeling Th- this is also after our ritual of watching dynamite uh, on the uh, lead up to watching uh, rampage
2: nice nice
1: So we, you know, we start, we start with that and then we get the rampage live and then we have a couple hours, you know, just dick off, do whatever. And usually around midnight or one, depending when we're like, all right, let's get some music on to like, this is going to, this is going to bump us through. We know exactly how long it takes for both the albums now at this point to be like, okay, we should be mopping up the last bit of the floor right as this album's ending. And we... I've been listening to both of these albums for just f- for like after about the second or th- probably like after the second week, he started working, he started working with me. um, And this is, uh, this is just our Friday night ritual. And it just, uh I think if I think back about anything specifically of work you know, working there in this last little bit, it was just this comfort of, you know I'm never gonna have to worry about going in on Friday nights because I know this guy's got my back. And so we listen to the notorious BIG and I give you a deep cut from his first album a deep because because this was a uh th- this track was like a track that I always thought I liked and then like when I started listening to it with no, I was like, oh no yeah this this track is is so good. The track is called Unbelievable. Deep
2: cut.
3: the the uh. the uh. Yeah. Think small, the tillis. Live from Bedford's live son, the lava one. Representing BK to the fullest. Gats, a bullet. it. is ducking when Big B bucking. Chicken heads be clucking in my back room, fucking. It ain't nothing. They know Big B handling with the Mac in the actor paneling. Bandaging MCs, oxygen they can't breathe. Mad tricks up the sleeve. Wear boxes so my dick can breathe. Breathe through in the Q45 by my side. Lyrical high. And those that brushes my clutches get put on crutches. Get smoked like touches from the master. Ain't the blast ya, but I have. You see, I smoke a lot. Your life is played out like Farm Aid, and the fucking polka dots. Who rock the spot, Biggie? You know how the weed go, unbelievable. Stop. G-I-E-A-K-A-B-I-G Get it? Biggie, Also
1: known
3: as the bone appetite. Rappers can't sleep,
1: need sleeping. Big keep creeping. Bullets heat sinking. Casualties, Casualties need treatment. Like, rap, rappers need that. Lesson A, don't fuck with B.I. That's that. Oh, I thought he was whack. Oh, come, come now. Why you so dumb now? Hunt me or be hunted. I got 357 ways to simmer saute I'm the winner all day. Lights get dimmer down Biggie's hallway. My forte causes Caucasians to say, he sounds demented. <laughs> so fucking good.
2: <laughs> so good. And here's the thing I I I love Biggie and everyone loves the hits, but the true measure of any artist are the deep cuts. And that proves that like he wasn't just Hypnotize. He was so much more and just so good and oh uh, that's that's I mean if I had to rattle off all the Biggie songs that I enjoy, like I I would hope that would be on there, but like I've definitely like listened to an album. Like it's such a good song. And it's just the fact that like that is a deep cut. That could be a big hit, but that was a deep cut because his hits were so high. So that's just, oh, rest in peace, Mr. Biggie. Cause God damn, that was really good. Also, this is a great yeah. album. Go listen to that album folks. So my next, are we still peaking? Are we, how are, how are we sounding? Yeah, are we good baby? Oh yeah. Sexy. So and this person will probably come up on every single week because I am thankful for them on many levels. Uh you are about to go on on a new journey. You're about to, you know, change things and and I am on the precipice of changing things too. Um that's all I can say now. Um but this song and this artist um whatever I I I have to go down a new road, a new path. I listened to the song and I'm very thankful for it because it helps me center things and it helps me compartmentalize things. Uh, Stephen Page, my favorite artist of all time. My favorite voice of all time. I love all of his work. This song to me, um, it came out, it was right. The first thing he released of solo work after he left Baird Ladies when I was like, Oh man, like what is this guy going to do? Like he had, a, you know, a solo album before that, but like, and he disappeared for a while, but this song came out and it was like, okay, he's got this. Not only has he got this because he, the song, if you listen to it, it really kind of captures his mindset, but also it's just so good. So uh, for anyone who has ever gone down a a new path, uh, be thankful for that. Um, There's that great line that's, it's on TikTok, but it's it's a Robin, Robin Williams line of like, I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. Like how wonderful, how exciting. And that is, that, that's a, you know the, the undiscovered country, as, as, as you will. So here is uh, A New Shore by Stephen Page.
3: As captain of this band of merry sailors, I'm a black mark, I'm a failure. But before you watch me drown, I'm relinquishing command for something I don't understand. This man's about to turn his whole life upside down. I set a course for a new shore. By feeling let go of the wheel, the constellations do the navigation on their own. While yearning for adventure, dreading censure and absentia, I would rather be at sea than be alone. I set a course for a new shore, it looked the same as the one before, and I forgot what I've been setting for, and why I thought this time would be different. Off the charts, we
2: And I just, I love that. I love him, um, from his album Page One. And it's just, again, whenever I have to go down any kind of new path, I always play that song to help get me centered because that's what I do with music. And also, I just love him.
1: That that uh, that's uh, there's a lot of depth to the production of of that. Like for it being for it being a solo endeavor, like it's real really good
2: yeah, like that that whole album is really a page one and all of his solo stuff is really good like i just it's it's amazing like and you're right like how you know he's a soul artist he does you know tour and he does have some art like artists he works with on a regular basis but yeah like that's just and like that song is like just musically the layers on it and it, it goes into a big change later on in the song it's just oh, i i i listen to i probably listen to the album front to back a couple times once or twice a month and uh, i'm due for that in november so i'll probably knock that out whilst i am uh, uh, editing this here podcast noise all right so one more song the last song you're ever grateful um the, <laughs> <laughs> all the gratefulness is gone um so what what is your your uh, fourth and final song that you're grateful for on this very very special episode of Piff Radio.
1: All right, so this this last song, I am uh, I'm grateful for this last song because this uh, uh, the th- I I think this album uh, it's certainly going to be my most played of the year, and I think it's just always going to forever remind me of my soon to be wife Laura and your wife. <laughs> So there 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 are just so many good bands that hide a lot of hide a lot of pain in you know their otherwise like upbeat, you know this this upbeat music, and i really uh I really like that contrast, but this this band on this album did a lot of putting like just a lot of really good, like, Oh, this song's about being, being in love with people and, you know, like, like shit that comes from a good place. And so like, I, I especially just like it cause it rocks and you know, if it, if it's sappy, then it's sappy, but like, I, I, it just, it just makes me feel good and just, this makes me think of my, my fucking mama bear sitting in the other room right now, and probably sleeping or sitting with Mr. Peepop at the moment.
2: Um, And uh, <laughs> the song, hold on, the oh. breaks. Mr. Peepop? Oh, you, you never heard
1: me talk about Mr. Peepop before? I just assume everyone knows Mr. Peepop. Uh, oh,
2: no. <laughs> I think we need to deep dive into this one.
1: So, uh, uh Mr. P Pop is my cat, and uh, he's he is a gentleman. I've uh, had him since he was a kitten. He's eleven years old now, and uh, he's he's a big dump wad. He's the dumbest fucking cat on the planet, unless he needs to use his brain to get food that he's not supposed
2: to have, Mm-mm. and he's
1: a freaking genius.
2: Love it, love it.
1: Um, uh, his his Christian name uh, is Clue. Uh, a clu like the uh the character from Tron
2: nice nice like it
1: uh, Je- uh yeah the uh not Je- jeff bridges but the uh the other one no wait who yeah who clue clue is the good clue is the good guy uh, yeah, so
2: this is from the original Tron not the yeah abomination even though it had a great soundtrack the abomination that they they put out like in 2010 or something i, don't I
1: know. think the i think the music and the aesthetic of the movie are good enough to give it a passing grade they were good. They were good enough for me to buy it on Blu-ray. I, I, I won't, I won't die on this hill, but that's fair. That's fair, that's fair. Um, but yeah, that movie, that, that movie had come out just right around that time. And we we're like, we we're like, fuck yeah, Tron. And so his Christian name is clue. And then as I've learned with all cats that I've ever had immediately, their name turned, it morphs into something else. True. And so P-pop came from there was a, there was a, an adult swim bump. And I I don't remember exactly what, what the nature of, of the bump was, but it it was just something to the effect of to tell your, tell your nan nan and your, and your pop about et cetera, et cetera. And so pee pop was the word that they used for grandpa. And I don't know why I thought, like, I just thought that that was the funniest thing I ever heard. So I started calling him pop and, you know, he has a slew of other name, pee pop peepers, M- Mr. Pet Pep, Pep popsy. I like all, it. All those names, but I mean, yeah, I'm not, Mr. Well, P-pop and it's always Mr. Oh, Mr. P-pop.
2: Oh no. I mean like our, our cat. Um, Oliver, when we when we got him, he was had the name Mister Pat, which we know. But like I call him, you know, Oliver, my you know the sweet boy, the sad boy when he's crying, Um, that fucking asshole when he knocks shit over at three a.m. and wakes me up. Um, Many names, but I like that Mister Peepop. I
1: like that. Yeah, just fat, big, big dumpy Peepop, Mister Dumpwad, Peepop, get on up, out of (laughs) here.
2: I like Mr. Dumpwad. I think that that's a, a that's a solid band name. Like, do you want to go see Mr. <laughs> Dumpwad fucking, play at the uh, the, the Agora? Dumpwad. Fuck yeah!
1: And so so speaking speaking of uh, speaking of bands that have songs with equally just ludicrous names, uh, this this song is from Origami Angel, and like many of the songs that are on this album, it has a ludicrous portmanteau for a title. Uh, and this one is probably one of my my favorite name songs on the album, as well as one of my favorite songs of the album, too. It's called Mobius Chicken Strip.
2: Fuck you, Chicken Strip. The with this band beforehand but that is really good i really like that
1: oh the whole album's like that and like those those fucking lyrics of that song like doesn't doesn't that just make you like feel good that's like oh you love this person <laughs> like
2: <laughs> it's so good and it's just i mean i love that oh man the, the music on it oh that's really good i like that that is I, I already like you know hearted and like put that in my library to listen to that that's I also and also a, a band that can be really good musicians and also have funny song titles, I applaud that. I, I, I you're doing you're doing it right. And Mobius Chicken Strip is fucking brilliant. That's a chef that's Chef's Kiss. There's
1: uh th- there's a little passage of lyrics that that I really like on a different song. So I almost, I almost played this song, um, but the, the premise of the the premise of the song is just like hanging out doing whatever and like Jehovah's witnesses come knocking on the door and, and the, the lyrics are, they, they come knocking on your door and that's exactly where they get you. They keep telling me that heaven sounds a lot like when I'm with you. And it's just like, how does, how does that not make you feel fucking good? You know, like, fuck man, maybe I'm just in love.
2: (laughs) Well, Fuck you for being in love, you know, as you're on the precipice of being married and having a child, like asshole. Like,
1: yeah, no, I've got, I've got so bad right now. <laughs> yeah,
2: that that is that's that's all. That's everyone. Everyone is is like oh, that, and that's very awesome. That's, um,
1: no, that's awesome. Oh, and that baby will be hanging around with that dumpy peepop.
2: That's true. Oh man, like dumpy and peepop. Oh, that's a new show. <laughs> Tune in to Georgia, you Network know, for Dumpy and P-Pop. It's going to be the greatest podcast of all time. I'm Dumpy and I'm P-Pop. Yes, <laughs> James, make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to lock up that URL real quick because that's going to happen. Um, no, but I know. also I, I again, always love listening to new music that was, is new to me. So I'll be listening to more of Origami Angel. Along the same vein, I saw a band that put out a new album this year that I'm very, very thankful for. And I think you're the perfect person to bring this into because of your uh, love of the things that are ska. Uh, this album is going to, like, spoiler alert for the uh, end of the year episode. This is going to be a number, my number one album of the year. Like, it, you should yeah, know okay. this by now. Like, I mean, fuck, it's obvious I played it. I've I've worked it into every podcast I can, including this one. Um but honestly like the, we are the unions ordinary Yeah, life. and
1: and you did an entire show about it. Yeah.
2: Um it there are there are albums in my life that have I can look at and say I am a different person after listening to an album this is one of those albums and i never i never thought it'd be a Scott album but like like okay you know like i can you know understand like a, a new steven page record or like other thing but like this album had a profound effect on me and my life and i am so very grateful for and thankful for this band i'm thankful for reed for sharing her her heart to us i am thankful for this Everything about this album, I think, for the amazing music video, especially the music video for this song, and I just, I cannot wait until I can go see them live. Um,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm kicking myself for not going to Fest this weekend because, like, oh man, there were so many uh, fucking. They were there. Fucking Sonderbombs bombs were there. Uh, uh, Origami Angel was there. Nice. Like, oh, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna eternally kick myself for uh, missing. Missing them and uh missing Sonderbombs bombs for sure. Like, ah
2: God. Well I'm like I'm 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 torn, but it's probably not gonna happen. That they're doing a New Year's show in Detroit, which is dramatically closer to me than than Florida. Um, but it's just it's probably not gonna happen. And so I'm just gonna wait for them to go on tour and I'm sure that's gonna happen in twenty twenty two.
1: And oh, you gotta start yeah, you know what? Just start planting those seeds now. Plant them early and tend to them every day.
2: Oh yeah. I mean believe me, I have I have tweeted numerous times um like that I cannot wait to be in the pit. And yes, I will drag my old ass into the pit for this song. Um doesn't happen much. I, ben does not pit often, but he will pit for this song. Um because this song is just it's such an amazing song, and I love this song, and I am, will be ever thankful that this song is in my life. So probably for the fifth or sixth time this year, uh, a song that you've heard, is, it's Morbid Obsessions. Here we go.
0: Let go of these morbid obsessions Every thought feels like a confession She said, she said, she said If I get one more. There's a mess at 17, running down a dream, stuck in this endless, empty feeling. Give it a rest, give it a rest, chasing the girls around. Her only hard was your ghost town. They said, son, you better settle down and let go.
2: I mean, this song has so much of an effect on me, and this album has so much of an effect on me that I, I currently have one tattoo. The, uh, the only tattoo that I have is uh, the tattoo from my dad, my uh, current tattoo, and I'm going to get you know, tattoos from my stepdad and my mom. Um, the first non-parent-related tattoo is going to be either uh, the, a script of, if I have one life, I'm going to do what I want to do, or um, some kind of play on the cover of this album, like to, and that. I will have that before I see the band, and that to me, like there are many albums that I can think of that I would want something on me, but th- this is the one I want. So I am will be forever thankful for this, for this band, and uh, I I hope and I keep I keep you know pushing. I hope one day I get to tell Reed in person that I am thankful for her. And her her beauty and her truth, because I I guarantee you I, there are other people that have benefited even more from this album. There, oh, there certainly are, there are you know young children out there that were scared and needed a voice, and she provided that voice, and the band provided that voice. Scott um, Scotty Network they provided that voice, and so I the the good that this band has done is I would say immeasurable because they are just Sony amazing. And I hope they get the even bigger stage than they already have now. So if you haven't listened to this album yet, I've been pushing it for since June for the love of God go listen to it. On yeah. Loop. This is uh,
1: this is my uh, number. This is my number two album for the year. And only because that origami angel album came out before this one. So like it's a, it would be neck, neck and neck on the, uh, on the year end Spotify list.
2: Oh definitely I, I, I'm I'm I am really looking forward to this year's Spotify list. Like that's one of the I mean, obviously the end of the year you always look toward many things.
1: That'll <laughs> be uh, the sixth time that we've uh, <laughs> featured We Are the Year. But you know what? It wouldn't be radio if you weren't constantly playing the same thing over and over again. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean like and I'm gonna be playing a lot more uh more of that. You might hear that more in um down your throats. Um maybe I'll just do another uh, a retrospective on a episode that I did in June, six months later, how I feel. Um, so before we 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 go into our goodbyes, if people want to creepily stalk you online, how can they do that?
1: Well, they can uh, follow Jabroni Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram at Ju Wrestling and on Twitter at Ju Underscore Wrestling. And of course, at JabroniUWrestling.com, or just in general, if you want to find any of these shows, uh, JabroniU.com. And if you want merchandise, you can find JU Wrestling Gear, nay, all Jabroni University Wrestling Gear, at our Threadless store at JabroniU.Threadless.com. And not only can you get a picture of a shirt, or you can get a, a shirt with a picture of your face on it. You can also get a picture of a shirt with my face on it.
2: You know, I think it's only fair since you you own the shirt with my face on it. I, I need to get the shirt with your face on it. I think that's only fair. I think that that need, needs to happen. I think that our powers will combine and we will become Captain Planet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, the, the, the day the day that we link up in person we'll just both be wearing the shirt with each other's face on it and we'll <laughs> may, may, I think you're making like one of you know we'll just make the same faces we're making on each other's shirts and it'll it'll be hilarious I want- and then take a picture of that get a shirt with that picture on it
2: yes I also I think it would be hilarious if everyone wore a, a shirt with a picture of somebody else on it No. Oh just yeah just everyone just wear a different shirt like i want to see andy wear like a shirt with like roxy on it <laughs> like like as i roxy's costume as mothman like let's let's make i that was just happen.
1: gonna say that costume was really great oh,
2: fucking like big shout out to to roxy for for mothman uh i, I that popped me Uh, It was funny, my wife, we were in bed, and she was watching a TikTok, and it was the da, 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 Mothman. I was like, you, Mothman, check this out. We both guffawed. It's fucking awesome. Um, And I will say, please, 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 if you're listening to this podcast, if you have not listened to it yet, please listen to this week's um, Why Did We Ever Meet. And all I'll say is, biggest shout out in the world to Cash Allen. You're a fucking rock star. That's all that needs to be said. Um, so thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for all the things that you do for this network. Thank you for being a hero and watching all the G1. And uh, what's the, what's the next big thing that you guys are going to tackle?
1: Uh, so, so Someone had to do it. Well, the, uh, the next thing that we got coming up is a uh, power struggle. And uh, that is a, uh, That'll be uh, t- tomorrow it'll be live tomorrow nice. as in Saturday so you you listen you listen to the Biff radios on the Friday and then you that send that sends you into the weekend and then power struggle will be up on Saturday as so Bonesaw, Bonesaw and I will probably record on Monday so we'll put a show out on Tuesday so it'll be a little bit of a turnaround. Nice. and then world tag league slash best of the super junior starts on uh, Saturday November 13th and we'll probably just do weekly check-ins i'll I'll watch I'll watch all of it but I'm not doing full coverage it's it worked better this way last year as well.
2: how do you do a tag team tournament when you don't have tag teams?
1: Yeah, that is, uh, the crux of the matter. Uh, you know, I will ask how will you do a best of the super junior tournament when there's also, you know, not all that many junior heavyweight wrestlers at the time. I mean, there's like five that I can like five actual contenders that I can think of off the top of my head. So you got, uh, yeah, you got Hiromu, um, Oh god, I'm so, so, bad. I'm so bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hiromu Eagles, uh Taiji Ishimori. If they get him back over there for that, uh El Phantasmo could also be a part of that. And then uh, uh Ma- Master Wado. That's you know, that that's five there. And this is, you know, then we have to start digging into you, you know, you got two, you got two young lions, and then uh you got to Teguchi. Uh, rocky Romero again these are uh, I mean I know Taguchi's over there uh ti- tiger masks so I mean like if it, I I suppose they could marshal 10 people together for one block but 10 tag teams
2: Eww. i I think that they're gonna have to dig into their partnership with impact and aew um for best of the super Juniors I'm going I'm calling it right now Chris Bay will be there Chris Bay will will be there because I like he's been doing so much with bullet club. He's part of bullet club now. I yeah. think Chris Bay will be there and Chris Bay, like, Oh yeah, I, I think. And then same thing with like tag teams, like give me send over. Well, I think he's might be dealing with some issues right now, but butcher and the blade, give me like the, you know, the girls of destiny versus butcher and blade. Give me butcher in, in Japan. F- fuck. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to think of what fucking tag teams because there's there's the uh, gorillas and there's uh, uh, Taichi and Zack Saber Jr. and then there's one other one that I can't think of and like that's that's it. Yeah. Every other every other tag team is. Yeah, uh, uh, well, I mean, N- Naito and Sonata were a tag team, so they'll probably make that sh- Shingo and Sonata, and then, Yikes. The, oh, uh, they'll pro- probably do Yoshihashi and Goto as a team, although I'd rather see Yoshihashi and Ishii, or I'd rather see literally anyone else and Ishii. I mean, it- it's it's uh, but 10, 10 teams, like they're not going to be able to put that together. They're not going to be able to put together 10 teams without, I, I I don't know. I guess, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. I mean, be, unless gonna, they yeah, tune unless in, unless they have it up on 1972.
2: Yeah. Uh, t- tune in to, uh, to New your wrestling. Cause that'll be a, a hell of a, of an act, uh, to follow after the G one. So, uh, you know, f- f- for Daniel, I just want to say everyone, be thankful, you know, think of thankful thoughts this entire month. Next week, we'll be back with the boys from the draft pod. That's going to be insane. That's just going to be flat out insanity. Um, I'm going to have to, you know, get my, my skills together to wrangle that tiger cage. Um, but it'll be a lot of fun. So enjoy yourselves. Be thankful.